Here are the top Christian financial topics you need to know going into the week. Are you paying too much in mortgage fees? I'll be answering the listener's question, why are so many people in debt? Elon Musk is encouraging the U.S. to increase gas and oil output during the war in Russia, an app exodus. Young people walking away from social media, calling it toxic and obsessive. These stories coming up on this edition of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome to the show. Today's scripture is from John chapter 16, verse 33. I have told you all these things that in me you may have peace. In this world we will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. See, many times we get frustrated in our current situation. Our finances are not right, our relationships are not right, our careers may not be going the way we want them to go. So we get depressed. And it causes anxiety and apprehension when getting up in the morning. But I'm here to tell you, God gives us hope in saying that he understands you. When we seek peace in this world, that we will only get trouble. But when we seek God, we will find peace because he has overcome the challenges of this world. Now, if that doesn't give you peace, I don't know what will. Let's get into the news. Are you paying too much in mortgage fees? In an article in Christian Broadcasting Network by Eli Kay, she writes, overcharges for mortgage fees are more common than they used to be. A new study finds that dubious fees may mean consumers are overpaying to get a mortgage. She lists some of the most common mortgage overages and how to avoid them. The first, inflated credit report and courier fees. Some lenders are charging up to $65 for pulling your credit report. Make sure that you tell your lender upfront that you refuse to pay any more than the going rate for these services. Two is document preps and administration fees, which can be weighed by the lender. And three, yield spread premiums and patent title insurance fees, adding thousands of dollars to your contract. So make sure you have someone you can trust. Building a relationship is very crucial in times like these. Remember that each party is trying to get paid. I mean, you're trying to get paid the best deal, the realtor wants a commission, and the bank wants to have as much money as possible because they have stakeholders and investors they have to pay as well. But you don't want to be the one picking up the bill for everybody. Take your time and really get to know your realtor. And and don't be afraid to ask questions. If, If they say it's standard, confirm that it's standard by doing your own research. This is your money. You have every right to ask what the fees are. Now, Beware, make sure you don't get questioned burnout. (laughs) What's that? It's when you ask too many questions about things that are insignificant, you get tired and you get fatigued. And when it's time to really ask the crucial questions, right? You're, You're just ready to get it over with. You're just too tired to ask. Do your due diligence and save thousands of dollars on your mortgages, new mortgages, and when you refinance. Well, let's move on. Here's a question from a loyal listener. Why are so many people in debt? That's a great question. And I really appreciate you sending them in. So if you have a question, please send them in to info at abrwealthmanagement.com. And we'll try to answer these questions on the show. I mean, there are many reasons that people may be in debt. But one of the main reasons, in my own opinion, is immaturity. And we aren't talking about personality here. We're talking about in finance. So I don't don't want anybody to think that I'm making fun of them or think they're immature. They just haven't had the experience. And that's what I mean by immaturity. They have the time, 
but not the experience. And I say this all the time, proximity changes perception. So those who had to handle their own finances have a better understanding and therefore can stop bad behaviors before they accumulate too much debt. But this banking system kind of preys on the weak. They know the pressures of advertising. Um, they will give you the cash to buy it because they know they can charge you more in interest. So with maturity in your finances comes the ability to delay gratification. So as you age, things don't become uh, a right now. It becomes when I need it. Those who are financially mature understand that getting it later is just as good as getting it now, as long as you get it, if that's what you really want. But but those who are, are not mature, they they were buying things today that they didn't have the money for. But as they mature, I'm sure those mistakes will go away. On to our next story, top electric car innovator calls for immediate increase in oil and gas output to fight Russia. Extraordinary times, according to CBN. Now, who's this guy? I think we all know it's Elon Musk, right? But one of the world's leading electric car innovators is calling for more oil drilling immediately. At this crucial moment in history, Elon Musk, the co-founder and CEO of Tesla, wrote in a tweet some say was aimed at the Biden administration. Hate to say it, but we need to increase oil and gas output immediately. Extraordinary times demand extraordinary measures. The founder understands that this may hurt his electric car company, but he believes it is the right thing to do. As CBN News has reported, as the U.S. deploys economic sanctions to punish Russia for its invasion of Ukraine, we continue to indirectly fund the Russian war machine because we're buying Russian oil at much higher prices. The U.S. imported 245 million barrels of oil from Russia last year, about 8% of all U.S. oil imports up from 198 million barrels in 2020. That's less than the U.S. gets from Canada or Mexico, but more than it imported last year from Saudi Arabia. And I think we all know that the hard sanctions will come in if the U.S. hits Russia oil and gas economy. There is going to be a benefit if we start drilling our own gas in the meantime to help with this crazy situation. In our last story, App Exodus, young people walking away from social media, calling it toxic and obsessive. Younger Americans are quickly falling out of love with social media. Zoomers, those born in the late 1990s and early 2000s, are turning their backs on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, leaving behind what many now see as the ultimate waste, according to the New York Post. The anti-app exodus comes as Generation Zers are calling the platform toxic and obsessive. According to the New York Post, articles titled The Ultimate Waste, Young People Say No to TikTok Social Media. It seems as if the next generation are sick and tired of these platforms manipulating them and corrupting them. And it seems as if the anti-app wave seems to be catching on. New research reveals that Instagram is losing its grip on the next generation. According to a recent survey commissioned by the investment bank Piper Sandler, only 20% of respondents between the ages of 7 and 22 named Meta popular photo sharing platform as their favorite app, down from 31% in spring of 2020. When you delete it, you realize you don't need it. 20-year-old Gabriella Steinman told The Post, the economics major dumped both Instagram and TikTok back in 2019 and said the relief she felt after unplugging was almost immediate. Now, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I'm on social media, but just like you, you can get good information. You can also get poor information. And that is what we're trying to fight here. So if you are burned out on these toxic sites, be sure to go to Edify 
It's a Christian podcast app that has programming that you can actually grow in your faith and not be tempted to leave it. Also, you can find this podcast located there as well. It covers all types of topics and not just finance, well-being, talking about health, sermons, and other spiritually enlightened programs as far as music is concerned as well. Well, that's it for me, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your week. If you haven't signed up for my newsletter where we send out Christian resources every Monday and Friday to help strengthen your faith and your finances, click the link in the description below and join our family. Make sure you subscribe so you can get instantly updated when a new episode loads. We have at least one episode per week every Friday at 11 a.m., but occasionally we'll have a bonus episode like this one that we release throughout the week. So make sure you don't miss them. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Team podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.